Friday, everybody. Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast. You know me. It's your girl. The DJ Mackie Pete. And the one, the only, Shonda Paz with yo, our yo. live studio audience. <laughs> Chris, CWP in the cut. Chris and CWP in the house. This is like the third time we've done this with yeah, a live studio audience. I never expected to be having audiences when yeah we did this. I, i'm still not I'm used not. to it like the fact that people actually want to sit here and listen to me talk yeah. for an hour well you get crazy. to turn away from them i'm kind of looking at them the whole time yeah i think so feel free to heckle sean the whole time by the way throw stuff at me yeah, especially if it's that food that you got there toastry oh that was a good one that was that was toastry <laughs> toastry is a part of the audience now shawnee how was your week it been hectic that's a lot going on. Yeah, this week has been nuts for Arizona sports. How was yours? You, you were traveling. It was good. It was really fun. I, sorry, I missed last week. I was in Nashville living my cowgirl fantasies. Um, it was amazing, by the way. Nashville's my favorite place on earth. Like, if I, I could tell. just pick up PHNX and move it to Nashville. NS, NSVL? Something like that. Yeah, if we can just do, we can just cover Phoenix sports like in Nashville. I would do oh, that in a heartbeat. We don't want to cover the Preds and <laughs> the Tennessee Titans. I prefer torture. So, you know, I would like to continue covering. Oh, I mean, sports. I was kind of taking a shot at the Tennessee sports teams, but. Yeah, they're not very good either. So nah, they're I just kind of like mediocre. And that's worse than being bad, in my opinion. Yeah, that's true. I would rather be bad. It gives us something to talk yeah. about. Thankfully, we don't really have any really bad teams in the Valley anymore. Question mark? Question what? I know. All of our teams are okay, maybe. I know. This week was insane. We've got <laughs> yeah. Diamondbacks stuff. We've got Sun stuff. We've got Cardinals stuff. I guess the, the only thing we don't really have to talk about is the Coyotes. But Yeah, but the Coyotes are looking better than they've looked yeah. in a while. So. Connor Bedard who? Who? Connor Bedard's going to finish third in the Calder voting. Write it down. <laughs> Find, obviously, Logan Cooley. And then in second, Devin Levi. I'll take Logan Cooley. Thank you very much. <laughs> as... as, as CWP flexes his Cody the Coyote shirt. Head to the PH next locker. Go get yourself a shirt. Get ready for the season. Um, before we get into all the stuff that we have planned for you, shout out to everyone in the chat. Otis, Elizabeth, CWP, Zona Tucson. I said Elizabeth. Ready? You did. Didn't I? Ryan? Ryan? Yeah. Okay. Ryan, what's up, fam? So good to see you all. Hopefully you are in for the long haul because we've got lots to talk about. Also want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Fubo, you guys, you have to click the link in our description right now and sign up for a Fubo subscription. They have 140 plus live channels of sports, shows, movies, news. You can stream live TV from any device. You can get all of your favorite Arizona sports games. And there's literally no better time to sign up for Fubo than right now because they've got college football on there. Say, so you can watch the Wildcats. We're getting into the best ASU. sports season. I know. Like this like is all the, the sports are on. You can quite literally get all of them. Listen, for me, the fact that it has red zone is is good enough for me to sign up. Yeah. I love red zone. Um red zone is elite. If you don't watch red zone. As on a Sundays, fantasy football player, like it's the best way to know anytime your player is in, in yeah. the point scoring area. Red Zone's got My it. My attention span is too zone. short for just one game at a yeah, time. So it just like, like keeps back me interested. And it's only you know? the interesting part. It's like just see all the good stuff. Yeah. I freaking love it. My little squirrel brain is just dialed into Red Zone. And then when it gets zone. to the witching hour, <laughs> ooh, I get turned. Yeah. So sign up for Fubo TV. Get your Red Zone. Get your college football. Get your NFL. You, If you're a tennis person, you can watch the U.S. Open. Uh, if the you're a Ryder golf Cup. person, the Ryder Cup's going on right now. Yes, um, I wear an Australian John, John Rahm's golfing, right? I believe so. He's the enemy. He's the enemy this week. Against who? The, the Americans. Oh. 
The Ryder oh, yeah, Cup. Yeah, that's right. It's the U.S. Played, versus yeah, Europe. Yeah, he's, yeah. So, he's sorry, John Rom, but you're the enemy this week. Sorry, John Rom. Um, so, yeah, sign up for Fubo. You can click the link in our description or scan that code that you see on your screen. Watch all of your favorite college football and the NFL with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash PHNX to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. All right, Sean. Mac. Let's get into it. <laughs> let's get it. Something big happened this week. Oh, my God. I wasn't anticipating this to happen, but um, the DeAndre Ayton saga is over. over. We found out earlier this week that the Phoenix Suns have traded DeAndre Ayton in a three-way deal with the Blazers and the Bucks. That includes DeAndre Ayton going to the Blazers along with uh, Drew Holiday and Tumani Kamara. Damian Lillard is now going to suit up with Giannis and play for the Bucks. <laughs> And the Suns, in return, get Yusuf Nurik. Nur- Yusuf never- Nurkic. 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 The little Serbian names. Yeah. Get me. Yusuf Nurkic, <laughs> Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Holy cannoli. couple of things I got to get off my chest real quick. First off, I hate Grayson Allen. <laughs> I so very much dislike Grayson Allen. Back when he was at Duke, obviously, if you know where I went to school, Duke, Syracuse, rivals. So I got a lot of him. He was out there tripping motherfuckers like a toddler. <laughs> I cannot stand him as a person. Um, but he's a decent three-point shooter. Listen, so that's, listen. I'm, I'm, I am upset. Also, Giannis and Dame together is terrifying. I just want yeah. to put that out there. And then also, RIP the Tumani Kamara era. Yeah, I Fun was... <laughs> I'm going to expose myself here. Um, I was the most upset about losing Tumani. <laughs> I'm a Tumani believer. I'm a stan. I was in NBA Summer Stop League, it. and I was like, this kid's going to be so good. Michaela, Maybe. That's all he did. Was he was summer a summer league. That's all I he saw did. the potential. I saw the potential. Was the potential was there. Okay. None of the none of the NBA scouts did because he was a second round pick for a reason. All right. Um, You're upset about Tumani. Not upset about the, the, the Valley kid himself. DA getting traded away. D- listen, DA's time here was very controversial. I agree. Yeah, it was. He didn't really give me the warm fuzzies. It was very hot and cold. No, along yeah, with sure. his performance on the court. <laughs> but the last performance we saw on the court was hot as shit with the Bahamas, and I was really hopeful that they were going to be able to work it out. They they had figured it out. Or I will he say, was going to be able to. I am it out, I disappointed say. that I won't get to see Frank Vogel work his head coach magic yes. and develop DeAndre Ayton. Cause I do think the reason that I was more excited about Frank Vogel becoming our head coach was because he's so good at developing that raw talent. Mm-hmm. And I think he really could have helped DA and now we won't get to see that happen. Um, so I'm a little bummed that we don't get to watch that happen. Yeah. I, when I first heard about this trade, my first reaction was what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I think that um, we downgraded at the center position. I don't think um, Nurkic is any better uh, than DeAndre Ayton as a player. He also gets hurt a lot. Um, He hasn't played more than 57 games since 2018 in a season. So between that and KD's injury proneness, knocking on wood, um, that makes me a little bit nervous. I... He averaged 13.3 points per game last season with nine rebounds and less uh, like 0.8 block per game. I'm not necessarily thrilled looking at that stat line. I just, I don't, I'm worried about the Suns 
because we don't have a point guard. We don't have a true point guard. And I know that there's schemes that they're going to run that get around that. And we also just ground downgraded at the center position. So I don't really understand what's going on here. That was my first reaction. Yeah. Um, and then you add Grayson Allen into the mix, who is a shithead for lack of a better term. But I guess I would rather have him on my team than play against him yeah, because at least was... I know he's not going to be intentionally injuring my players. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Nasty Little and Keon Johnson, which is the dump is the bench depth that we probably needed. But eh, I was very like underwhelmed when I first saw the trade. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean I I was I was uh, of the camp that I like as much as I wanted the thing like I wanted everything to work with out with DA. I think it became clear that it was like a little too far gone. Yeah, and I needed to move on. Um, first off, like maybe DeAndre Ayton is at times a better player than Yusuf Nurkic, but like this is not. It's not like this is like the the Lakers with Shaq and Kobe. Like this is our our centers our fourth option. Mm -hmm. uh, like even I don't know I know we don't have a point guard whatever but like he's gonna be on a court most of the time with Devin Booker Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal um, and if Bradley Beal is your third option your fourth option is probably not getting a whole lot of touches yeah. as far as offense is concerned um, so there's that as far as Nurkic and his availability like DA hasn't played more than seventy games since his rookie year so like it's not like he's been playing eighty two games every year um, so there's that. Um, I just think ultimately this is going to be better for what like this is more what the Suns need to do to win. Like, I don't think this is about who's a better player or who got the better players. Like, I think this makes the Suns a better team um, because I, D D.A. can go up there and average 25 points a game. They're still probably not going to make the playoffs yeah. like it. So it's not it, I'm not really viewing this as like uh, the team got worse because I don't think that's the case. I think this moves them closer to winning a championship and like you need to understand the context in which I am saying this. I'm just saying this to make a point. If trading Devin Booker got them close to a championship, Shut up. I would nope, say trade nope, Devin Booker. No, Obviously, there's nope, no world nope. in which that's the case. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the goal is to win a championship. It's not just to have the five best players you possibly can. Like, it's to win a championship, and I think this does get them closer to winning a championship. So, uh, yeah, like you said, I really would have liked to see it work out. I would have liked to see Vogel kind of work his magic there, but ultimately, I don't think it was going to work out like that, and they had to do what they had to do. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not the biggest DA stand on the face of the planet. I have obviously been on this podcast very critical of his performances when I felt like it was necessary because I just the most the thing that frustrated me the most with DA is like we saw his potential really early on in his career, especially at U of A. Um, and I never really feel like he reached max potential ever. Yeah. Um, well, and I felt I... like he was very passive about it too. Like I, I know that he expressed his frustrations sometimes to the media and he was aware that he wasn't performing at the level that he knew he could play at. But to me, it just like, I don't know if it was just because to me, it felt like so apathetic, but it just drove me insane. And I just don't know why we could never get the most out of DA. Cause I think, I mean, obviously, it really started to go downhill when they when him and Monty Williams had that disagreement on the sidelines during the playoffs uh, last season, two seasons ago yeah, now. Yeah. Um, but I'm Good just, point. yeah, I just, I'm, I'm not sad about losing DA. I'll just, I'll put it that way. But I just worry about what this team is going to look like. Um, someone in the comments said there's going to be more moves, right? You would assume more moves are coming. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. As far as the Trailblazers are concerned, I don't understand why they traded for Drew Holiday. So he's going to get traded. Yeah, I, I mean, Drew Holiday is going to get moved. They're, they're, sure. Yeah, I mean, 
there, I feel like you are going to see more point guards move around in the NBA. Whether or not the Suns are involved in that, I have no idea. I'm not Gerald Bourget, but um, I, I there will be more moves as far as the NBA is concerned. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I want to push back on one thing you said though, as far as like we've never we never got the best out of DA. Like I say that we we did get the best out of DA at times, and that's the most frustrating part is you did see that he could be one of the best centers in the entire league. Yeah, undoubtedly. consistently. We yeah, never got but, consistent but yes, performance that, out of DA. That's the problem is that you yeah. saw that so rarely and yeah. so few and far between that it was like it really it wasn't a, it wasn't a question of if he was talented if he was a good basketball player it was a question if if as connor was saying it was all mental with him like it was a question of if he could get there mentally to to take advantage of that and more often than not it didn't seem like it, it seemed like he was the kind of guy that needed to be in the perfect environment for him to get the best out of him and this was not that yeah. um he wasn't the guy like he's been most of his life he he wasn't even the second option and he was going to come into the season not being the third option right like so i, I yeah, I definitely agree with you in the sense that like they 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 needed to move on because they were not getting what they needed out of DA. And I think all again, that's why I think Nurkic is ultimately going to be better for this team because I think he is going to come into this knowing he is the number 4, yeah. right? Like he wasn't he, at no point really since probably it, before college was he the number 1, right? So I I, I think he's ultimately going to be a better four for this team, a better role player um, than DA ever could be. Yeah. And that's what the team needs. Jim Paul Edward Dadios in the comments saying he didn't love ball. He was just good at it. I think that's a great point. I yeah, feel like that is the vibe like that. that I definitely got from DA is like it was just something that well, he did, but he didn't ever like show like that yeah, extreme passion for exactly. it. Exactly. I don't think he loved the I, I think he loved basketball. But, like, I don't think he loved it for just, like, what it was. Like, you saw, again, when he was with the Bahamas. Yeah. Like, he he balled out. And I think he just needed he needed to be bigger than just the game. Like, he didn't love the game in the way that, like, a Kobe Bryant or Devin Booker loves the game, yeah. right? Where, like, you could put the, you could put him and any other nine guys in an L.A. fitness gym and he's going to go hard. Like, I, don't, I think it needed to be bigger than that for D.A., which I think it probably was at Arizona when he was – one of the best players in the country and it was for when he played for the Bahamas and it just wasn't that here like it wasn't the DA show yeah for the Suns and I I don't want to necessarily say he was like self-centered in that regard but no uh it just that's not what it was for him um yeah. and so yeah I just don't think it was going to work out here Ted offensive in the comments saying DA looked like the guy we've always wanted him in this summer in the Bahamas yeah we I think yeah. we all are on the same page about that the Which DA is, that again, was playing in the Bahamas the frustrating was part. a different look than what we got with him playing the Suns um Emma producer Emma will you scroll up a little bit on the comments there was one. Oh, Colts 23 said Suns should have got some draft picks in an eight and trade. Okay. I wanted to bring this up because I, this was a, another reaction that I had when I first saw the trade, I was kind of surprised about what we got back for eight in. Okay. Not surprised. I feel like surprise is not the right word. I feel like it was a reflection of how the rest of the league valued Deandre Ayton as a basketball player. And I, mean I don't think the, uh, opinion was very high which is why you saw the return that you saw because I think we all here in Phoenix thought that maybe we would be get be getting more for Aiden but I think the league was like <laughs> no and also when you go back to when the KD trade rumors were happening and like DA going to Brooklyn was the thing Brooklyn was like no <laughs> we don't want DA yeah I mean <laughs> so I feel like it's just like another sign that you know his value was maybe not yeah, I mean, he wasn't Rudy Gobert. Like, he was never going to get right. 
that haul. As far as like the, the draft picks versus the players, like this is a team that's trying to win a championship this year. Draft picks aren't going to do anything for them. They need they need guys like Grayson Allen. Yeah. Uh, for better or worse. Like that that's just kind of the reality of what they are. They don't really need a rookie like Tumani Kamara right now. You it, stop that. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They're not trying to win a championship this year. And so I know, like yeah. and so I think again, this was a move to get them to be a more well-rounded team because the, the the like the top level talent was never the the issue with this team it was the depth and stuff like that um as far as da's value goes like i don't know with such a complicated trade it's hard to really analyze how he gets valued i think john L, john paul edward dios is right like i the suns didn't have a whole lot of leverage in the situation right like yeah it, they didn't need to get rid of DA, right? I mean, I guess they did have leverage in that sense. Like, they didn't need to get rid of DA. They could have kept him. But again, I think this is just, it made the Suns, a, it gave the Suns a better chance to win a championship. Yeah. And Connor's saying that uh, DA tanked his value the last two postseasons. That's yeah. definitely a fair. And that's true. Yeah. Like, I think, it, yeah, there, there's certain, again, he's not Rudy Gobert. He was not going to receive like star value. And I think if you ever thought that, at any point in the last two seasons, you're crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't, I, that, that's the one thing. Like, if you were expecting more, I don't really know why. Yeah. Because we weren't talking about, we we're talking about trading the fourth best player on this team. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't surprised. There was definitely pieces that had gotten floated around that I definitely would have liked more. I think one of the people that was discussed was Shady and Sharp, and I, like, that would have been awesome. I would have loved him. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, I'm not surprised that, like, I, I didn't expect much of a, a larger return yeah. for Dia. Uh, from a money standpoint, I love this. Uh, Adrian Yancey in the comments have a similar thought that I do. I do like the trade and us clearing up cap space for the future, but I do feel like more moves are coming to shore up the front line. I hated the monetary value of Dia's contract. I don't. I think it was bad monetarily. <laughs> it was not a great decision um, j just based off of the performance that he had given us so far. I don't think that he had really earned that money. Yeah. Um, so I really wasn't a fan monetarily of his contract, but the sons of, I mean, we all know that they're a very, very salary heavy team um, creeping up on the cap a lot um close to going over. Uh, That's what happens <laughs> with a super team. So I do love that we have a little bit more flexibility with salary now. That is another upside to this. And going back to the other upside that I have kind of processed and digested now, because it, I was, I'm not going to lie, guys. When I saw Grayson Allen's name next to the Suns, I was like, oh. I can't but, but listen, I think that it is a more well-rounded team now. And I think they got better defensively in some areas. And I think they are a little bit scrappier now based off of the return that we got from Portland and the Suns need to toughen up a little. Like, yeah, I think one of the things that I was frustrated with watching them in the postseason last year is they just look soft. Mm -hmm. Like they were soft. And so I am excited that we have a little bit more scrappiness now. I think the sleeper in this whole deal is definitely going to be little. I think he could have potential if they don't flip him for something else. Um, I think he's probably could be their best perimeter defender if given that opportunity. He also shot a career best 37% from the three-point range last season. So I think Little has um, a high ceiling and could be the sleeper part of this deal. So I think they are a little bit more well-rounded as a team, and I think they got scrappier. I just have to accept the fact that Grayson Allen is Phoenix Sun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, similar to Grayson Allen, Nasir Little is a guy that I also watched a, a decent amount 
back in the ACC. Um, yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of his too. Like, I, I, that I, that was a good get. Um, as far as I was concerned, like yeah. outside of obviously Nurk, who's going to be our starting center, presumably, like Little was the, what got me excited about this trade. And like I know I've been shitting on Grayson Allen, but like at the end of the day, he is a pretty solid basketball player. Like yeah. he is an NBA basketball it's player. Just a dirty, dirty little guy. <laughs> yeah, Colts asked if we'd rather have Rudy Gobert or Nurky. <laughs> I would much rather have Rudy Gobert. To oh be clear. no! What do you mean, Rudy Gobert is the best defensive center that's been in the league in a long time. Oh. He's one multiple defensive player of the years and that's exactly what this team would need they didn't need him to be anything other than a brim protector that would be awesome um but i mean i've had enough i'm tapped out with controversial players <laughs> uh, yeah i mean enough <laughs> rudy gobert is just kind of a clown so i i in that sense i'd much rather have nurky like i want a guy who's just invested and yeah. not bigger than the team but um someone in the comments i think it was ryan uh this is the last thing i'll say before we round out the sun's conversation and move on to d-backs he said something about um, go up a little bit more about how the Suns haven't had like a good center since Amari. Amari, yeah. And I just like want to know like why the Phoenix Suns are allergic to really talented centers. Yeah, I mean, like what we've been cursed with the center position. Like Amari truly is the only right. I yeah, mean, I mean, over the last however many years, like how not a lot of teams have like really dominant centers. So there's that, but. I mean, yeah, it is. It is true. Like, this has not been a franchise that's been blessed with a lot of dominant centers like some other franchises. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, he he was. Yeah, I don't think you could really argue with that. Like, he was the best center they've had since Amari. Um. But also, like, DA's the or like, that's true for like everyone on this team. Like, all of them are the best at their position since those teams. Like, since the the seven seconds. Like, the yeah. team was bad for a really long time. So. Like there's not, you're not going to find anyone on this team in the last 20 years that was better, a better guard than Devin Booker or Bradley Beal, probably, or Kevin Durant or better for <laughs> Like it's yeah, just kind of what happens when you're the best, yeah. you have the best team that the franchise might've ever seen. Yeah. Um, the last thing that we'll talk about, which I think is kind of crazy. So Devin Booker is the only person left from the 2021 finals run yeah. which is wild yeah. to think about uh that only Devin Booker remains and there's only four players that are still on this team from the 2023 postseason uh Devin Booker Katie Josh and there was one more mm, I lost it but that's crazy only four players left from last season even like that is yeah. a overhaul of mother no, overhaul I mean it it is but I think it became glaringly apparent after what happened in the postseason that that was necessary yeah you needed like again it wasn't the top level talent that was the problem it was the supporting cast and they went and rehauled the supporting cast yeah. um and so i don't have you know i don't have a problem with that new head coach too um i i think uh i don't know i this is like a brand new Suns. Like, I wish yeah. I could tell you what to expect out of this team, but I have no idea. I mean, yeah, it is a brand new Suns, but at the same time, it's like it's still Devin Booker, KD, and yeah, it was the Devin Booker, KD, I guess. Everyone else is new. Um, and Josh Kogi. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be fun. Like, it is definitely going to be interesting to see how they all, the, all gel because, like you said, it is a very new Suns team. So, um, I'm it, it is weird to have such much that, that much overhaul, but I'm excited about it. It's a lot of overhaul. It makes me a little nervy. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but obviously something had to change because getting embarrassed and blown out in the postseason two years in a row is yeah. not something that is acceptable. 
So I guess we just have to trust James Jones' vision and trust that Frank Vogel will be able to work with the roster that he's given. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, we will. we've got Devin Booker. We've got Katie. Like, <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah, that's going to be enough to get us to the playoffs at the very least. You get there. Who knows yeah. what happens? Um, the last thing we'll say is DeAndre Ayton posted a goodbye message last night, uh, late last night. I think I was in bed when I read it. Um, but he posted on Instagram and Twitter and he said, Phoenix, grateful for the journey, for the people who supported me, cheered me on, challenged me and helped me grow. To the fans, my teammates, coaches, and the Suns staff at the facility, office, and arena, thank you. All love for the Valley. Portland, let's go. Ready for the next chapter. Excited to be a trailblazer. Well... Thanks, DA. Good luck, DA. <laughs> yeah. I, mean. I wish I just, I wish I had more of like a, I just like, I'm, I'm relieved almost that he's not. I mean, I'm, I'm relieved that that's just over. Like if the Suns suck this year, it's not, they're not going to have the scapegoat of DA, DA. And I'm just really interested to see like, is, were the Suns at fault? Is DA going to be able to thrive in, in Portland? Um, yeah. Which. I mean, part of me is rooting for him, but also part of me is like, you don't want to be the team that traded away a really good player. Um, but that's what's going to happen with Tumani Kamara. Mark my words. Oh my god! Mark it right now. I hope <laughs> the Suns so. are going to rue the day. Just for you. Rue the day so. they traded Tumani. <laughs> Unreal. Um, but yeah, I mean, good luck to Da. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. I just Go I'm having blazers. trouble being like, oh, I'm so bummed about this. Well, it's uh, yeah. I mean, I ultimately. It, it is, yeah, like Jan Paul said, it's, it is bittersweet. Like, you would have liked it to work out better, but it, it did kind of run its course. Um, so, onward and upward. I guess we'll see. I'm excited for basketball season, though. I don't think I've ever been, like, this excited, nervous, like, anticipatory, if that's yeah, a word. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it's, I mean, it's kind of been that case for the last two years, but now I, I think the pressure is really on. No, where this, this is, like, like it this is, is it. championship or bust. It, no, this is, like, it, um, like, so it. Now there's a certain amount of pressure, I think, on on the Suns. So it is going to be really interesting to see how they respond. Like, new coach, new everything. Like, let, let it rip. Like, let's go. Let it rip. Oh, uh, Ish is the other one. Thank you, Junior. I, why could I not remember that for the life of me about the four returners from oh. last postseason? It was fair. Ish. What? Ish, Ish probably won't. Yeah. yeah Ish, I mean, I'm not assuming Ish, Ish is going to be here for the roster. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Well, you know who we don't have to say goodbye to? Who's that? Illegal Pete's margaritas. True. Because they are here at all times whenever you need True. them during business operating hours. <laughs> the Phoenix Sports Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Illegal Pete's. And let me tell you, they brought a taco bar and taquitos into the office this I week. I love the taquitos Unreal. so much. So good. The crispy taquitos, the crispy, like the crispy R's. So good. Mm. I died. Mm. They were delicious. Everything from Illegal Pizza is so good. It is the go-to spot for the anytime you want Mexican food, honestly. Chips and queso, a strong margarita there. Okay, by mm -hmm. the way, their margaritas will have me on the floor. Yeah, no, we I'll were there. one and be done. We were there last Saturday for the ASU game, and yeah, they... Them boys hit. They hit. They Which, hit. by the way, if you are happen to be an ASU fan, or I guess even if you're a Colorado fan, boo, bandwagon, um, we are going to be at Illegal Pete's not this Saturday, but the Saturday after when Deion Sanders and the Buffs roll through Tempe. Our friends at DNVR are going to come down here. So all the DNVR Buffs guys are going to be here. We're going to do something fun together at Illegal Pete's. It's going to be like a PHNX Sun Devils DNVR Buffs. Hmm. Crossover. Brawl. No, yeah, brawl? <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Just kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, like we'll an Anchorman see. style. Yeah, like, Tochi's yeah. been talking a lot of shit about 
Toshi has been so. talking a lot of shit about Dion. They might have words. So if you want to come hang out with us, it is free for you to come. We're going to be there about an hour and a half before kickoff. There's also going to be a post-game show there after the game. So come out. Come support your Sun Devils. Yeah, Make fun of the all the bandwagon buff fans that just came out of the woodwork this season for because real. they just happen to love Deion Sanders. It's going to be great. So we'll see you there at Illegal Pete's, not this Saturday, next Saturday, an hour and a half before kickoff. Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot. Stop by for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations in the Valley. Illegal Pete's, the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. Yeah, yeah. Sean, they're the Diamondbacks. <laughs> they're motherfucking wagons. They're wagons. Uh, except for the fact that they lost yesterday. Yeah, except for the fact that they lost to the Chicago White Sox. Which they, <laughs> they should not have lost that game. Uh, they lost 3-1 to one to the White Sox yesterday. And they could have clinched a NL wildcard spot yesterday if they had won. But they decided to do us all a favor and take the L so that they could clinch at, at home. home because yeah. th that's what's going to happen. I am speaking it into existence. The I Arizona so. Diamondbacks will be clinching a playoff spot tonight. Mm -hmm. I plan on going to that tonight. game. I plan on going to that game, so I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, LFG, baby. LFG. Like, let's go. It is do or die. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they are obviously in a very good spot right now. Not Which, by the way, the fact that the Marlins have jumped the Cubs brings my heart joy. <laughs> Bro, the Cubs. I mean, I was, I was rooting for y'all. I'm not going to lie. And I do feel very bad for Seiya Suzuki. No, I don't. You I idiot. Feel How bad. do you drop that? How do you drop I think his the most important I think his contact out of a game? Was out. I think his contact came out because he didn't like too just. Too bad. Wear he, some glasses. He didn't like just miss it. Like he looked like he thought he was going to catch it, and then the ball was just in a different. I space. mean, I'm sure that is a terrible spot to be in, but my guy, you got to make that play. That is oh, the most I mean, important yeah, out of the game. Like, it is, sorry, I mean, it's tough, but you deserved the Cubs deserve to be out of the wild card race just for that play alone. I mean, they didn't have a lot of reasons they deserve it. I don't think David Ross is that good of a. But manager, this is where we're sitting. But the Phillies have already clinched a spot. Obviously, yep. the D-backs still have the second spot. They're a game and a half in front of the Marlins and the Marlins are just a half game in front of the Cubs. So yeah. there's a lot of movement that can still happen. Obviously it, it, yeah. the D backs are not guaranteed a spot, but I think fan graphs had them at like a 97 point, like 3% chance yeah. of making the wild card. Yeah. They, they have the, the tiebreaker over the Cubs, which is important because the Cubs basically are going to have to win out. Um, but as Chris reminded us that we, this is Arizona sports. So no nothing, negativity. I am not counting <laughs> my chickens before they hatch. Yeah. Like they definitely, they no, you guys, to. we can't do this. We're manifesting positive things. No, I think that I feel good. They're, I think they're making the playoffs. They're going to make it. But they're clinching the, tonight. Tonight they have is the to, night. They, they got to clinch it, though. They got to get the job done. They, they have they to. Have Zach Gallon is uh, on the mound tonight. They don't have another choice. They are going to win tonight's game, and they're going to clinch a playoff berth for the first time since 2017. Which it would also be, like, I, I think it's important, like, it would be huge if they can clinch tonight because then they can pitch. They can use their pitchers essentially however they want for the last two games yes. to set themselves up which is for major. the postseason, which is major. Because, because if they win tonight, then they can skip Morrell Kelly's spot in the lineup. And have him ready for game. Because, yeah, as it stands right now, there's a chance one. that neither Zach or Merrill will be ready for game one of the wild card, which is obviously not, not a, a great situation to be in. No. Um, you would really want to get that win. So, um, yeah, it is very important that they do it tonight it would have been great if they had been able to do it last night but it is if they can do it tonight it's going to set themselves up to not only obviously make the postseason but potentially make some noise in the postseason which of course we don't all yes. love to see yes so we are going to only say good things charles saying 97 is not 100 percent. you guys it's i know not. that this is arizona i'm aware that we are all arizona sports fans and i know i know that we get our hopes up just to get crushed quite often 
but I'm not letting that happen. If I have to go out there <laughs> and tell Tori Lovello and yell at the guys to get fired up Something or whatever, me, that won't help at put all. me in the outfield. I, don't, I will make them that win. Definitely won't help. I don't care what I have to do. This is they are going to win tonight. They have to. They have to. They have to. They have to. Okay. In order to give themselves the best chance. I mean, of making it far into the playoffs. Let's. But let's be real. Uh, winning any of these games in the series is by no means a guarantee they are play, playing a very good team in the Houston Astros who are the in the in who are themselves <laughs> in the middle of a pretty intense playoff race so the games are going to matter for them they're going to be the, these ga- they need these games as much as the bats do um so be yeah the Astros currently two Astros. Astros currently two games out of the division lead in the ALS so if they want a chance to win the ALS they're obviously going to need a lot of help from the Rangers losing, but they're going to need to win out. They're going to need to sweep the 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 Diamondbacks. They I don't think they're they not will. Going to. And also, they're not. I don't think they're going to get that kind of help from the, the Rangers. The Rangers yeah. are going to manage to win a game. And to um, be fair, the Diamondbacks technically don't have to win tonight in order to clinch the spot. If true. they lose, but also the Cubs lose and the Reds lose, that means that they will still clinch a spot. So there is a little bit of a safety net that if the Diamondbacks lose tonight, as long as the Cubs also lose and the Reds lose too, they will still clinch a spot. But I would prefer them to win. Yeah, just win and do it just yourself. Win. Control just win. yourself. Secure your own destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight is going to be the best night to do it because this is our probable pitching matchup. We've got Zach Allen on the mound tonight. And that is definitely our best pitcher for those of you who have maybe not been watching this season. <laughs> watching this team recently i don't know that he is he hasn't been great i trust him the most i trust Merrill more than anybody right now okay has not been good recently like he hasn't that's just he hasn't really been he like he hasn't been good he's just not been that great that trustworthy outside of the one nine inning shutout that he had against chicago randomly in the middle of all that Merrill, yeah chris said He's less consistent. Merrill's the most consistent pitcher they have right now. So I honestly love the idea of Merrill pitching game one instead of Zach, which I think is the situation they might end up being in just based off how the schedule plays out. I mean, it's still Zach Gallon, so I feel good that he's going to like figure it out. But I trust Zach Gallon. He hasn't been that good that re- this recently. So I it would be him. a hell of a time to figure it out, Zach. Like if you want to do it now and get back to being Zach Gallon, um, which I like, he's going to at some point. I don't, that's not my worry. It's yeah. just that it's, he hasn't been that gallon recently. Um, so again, I have more faith than you do. They're going, so JP France gets the start tonight for the Astros. And then the day after that, it's Justin Verlander. So. Yeah. And he's good. So I would prefer to win tonight. Yeah. Uh, no, definitely. <laughs> like, this is going to be your best opportunity as far as the pitching matchup is concerned. Yeah. But again, we have seen plenty of, of bad Zach gallon recently. So there's by no means a guarantee. Offense, it would really be nice if they wanted to show up and score runs because they have a habit of sometimes just going ghost um, and not going to be able to do that against this Astros team. Um, That's why I'm glad the series is at home because hopefully the energy of the crowd, people will get into it. will give them the boost that they need. Yeah, people are going to be looking forward to talking trash to the Astros. It's like their home field, like they're comfortable there. Everyone should be in trash cans to bang on to make fun of the Astros, please. Um, so I, I feel, I feel good. I'm glad that it's home. I trust yeah. Zach Gallon, even though you don't. I, that I don't <laughs> trust Zach Gallon. It's just that I trust Merrill Kelly more. That's fine, but they're going to do it. They have to do it. It's going to happen tonight. And I highly recommend that you go to this game. If you are listening or watching this yeah, podcast, I'm, I'm planning on going. 
I haven't bought my tickets yet, but I plan on going. Well, you know where you can buy your tickets? Of course I know where I can buy my tickets. You're going to have to get your tickets on Game Time. Of course. Everybody, get out your phones. Go download the Game Time app right now. It is America's fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason because they have the lowest prices on tickets for anything that you could possibly want tickets to. Sports games, concerts, parking, whatever you need. Game Time's got it, and there's no better place to go then the Game Time app, especially if you download the app and use promo code PHNX, because we're going to give you $20 off mm. your first purchase. And tonight's Game Time game of the week is the Arizona Diamondbacks versus the Houston Astros at home. Tonight's first pitch, 640? Yeah. 640, that sounds right. I think so. Yeah, yep. 640 first pitch. You can get tickets to this game, you guys, right now for as low as $17. Yeah. $16. $16. $16. I'm blind. Sorry, I can't see. $20 off. You're making You're money. Making Do that money math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. We're paying. Out. We're basically paying you to go to the Diamondbacks game tonight with promo code PHNX. If you don't go and the Diamondbacks, for whatever reason, don't win tonight, I'm blaming you because yeah. they need butts in the seats. And they need fans there. Alternatively, if they if you don't go and they clinch. You're going to feel like an asshole. Yeah, Get because you're not going to be, be there, there to witness history. Mm -hmm. The Diamondbacks haven't clinched a playoff first since 2017, and you're getting a chance to watch them do it tonight because they are going to do it tonight uh, basically for free if you use promo code PHNX over on the Game Time app. I'm going to be there. You're going to be there. Mm -hmm. You guys are going to be there. Studio Honest is going to be there. It is so crucial that we go. We make fun of the Astros for being cheaters. We boo them. And I think there's only two players on the team that are from that. Yeah, uh, it's like not a very, it's like, that's what I was saying the other fine. day. They're never going like, to live it down. They're by and large, it it's like all different people. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I will never forgive the but Astros. The, the people that are still there are like two of the biggest offenders. Yeah. So. Yeah, so they can suck it. Um, make sure you go down to the Game Time app. Use promo code PHNX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Uh, super excited for that game. Same. You know what else I'm excited for, which I did not think was going to be coming out of my mouth <laughs> at this point? Uh, watching the Arizona Cardinals play football. Yeah. What? It's been fun. <laughs> Out of nowhere. What? It's been fun. Who Listen, I tried to tell people they were not going to be that bad. Like, I... I didn't expect them to be the Cowboys. Don't I mean, get me wrong. listen, that but, like I, if we don't win any more games this year, honestly, whatever. That's a hell of a one to win. When the Cowboys I'll lose, America it. wins. I will never, ever, 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 yeah. ever, ever, ever catch me cheering for the Cowboys. <sighs> and the fact that the Cardinals beat them after they like rolled into State Farm Stadium, like we're gonna beat the Cardinals, blah, blah, blah. and the Cardinals are like, psych. Here's a fist in the mouth. <laughs> That was a crazy way to put that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they did punch him in the face, which is what I think you were trying to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, no, nah, yeah, they came out and they uh, they they shocked them like they they kind of just took the life out of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, it was awesome. It was like awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's that is a real unifying thing. Like mm -hmm. I, I also I hate the Dallas Cowboys. I've always hated the Dallas Cowboys. My mom hates the Dallas Cowboys like it. If you don't love the Dallas Cowboys, you fucking hate the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Um, and it is always nice to beat them. And the Cardinals just kind of own the Dallas Cowboys. Um, it's kind of like their 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 Toronto Maple Leafs, which sign me up. Like I hate them. And if if we just want to beat them every time, come on in. Yeah. They, the America's team thing is just so. They're America's asinine. team because all of America hates them. Yeah, that they're not they're America's, America's team. team. <laughs> There's a handful of teams you could call America's team. I would say the Lions are America's team right now. Um, 
Not the Dallas Cowboys. America doesn't love the Dallas Cowboys. Are you just saying that because you feel bad for the Lions? And now no, they're like I feel like every good? like there's always teams that like you know the country kind of gets behind. Like I think the Bills were that like two years ago, but then the Bills have been good for three years. So people don't really care about them anymore. Uh, I think the Bengals were that like the first year that they were good, and now I feel like it's you know like everyone now like it's the oh, Chiefs it's the because of Taylor Swift. No, nah, everyone hates the Chiefs. The Chiefs aren't America's team. The Swifties and, love the Chiefs. Yeah, most people hate Taylor Swift too. I, You're about to get Sean, canceled. The Sean, Swifties are about to flood this Bring it pod. the fuck on, no, dog. No, no. First off. No. You first don't want off, that smoke. You first don't off, want that smoke. First off. I know. Swifties are no joke. They're but, no joke. Uh, Have you seen the way that they've been destroying football fans? Listen. I Listen. I don't yeah. give a shit about what people do on the internet. I People... I've got I have had messages sent to me that are way worse than any shit that Swifties are going to send to me. So I don't give a shit. First off, secondly, um listen, we can Whether or not you hate Taylor Swift, you cannot deny the fact that Taylor Swift is a polarizing person. There's a lot of people who like her, a lot of people who hate her. Similar to Dallas Cowboys. That's the exact logic that I used against somebody's little brother and look what happened. (laughs) I got shit on for like two and a half weeks a month. Actually, our company can only withstand one big Twitter brawl. Let's not, brother. No, because your problem is, is you (laughs) no, you create the Twitter brawl. You uh, start tweeting at strangers like a weirdo. People come on me and they they say they call me names, and I'm like, cool, bro. I don't fucking care. I'm gonna close the app and go around, go about the rest of my day like a normal fucking person. All right, we've gotten. We're just gonna. It's fine. We're not even gonna get into this debate because I will. For real, that's okay. Don't come out here like you aren't the chief of that. Matt Max is the most. Uh, we're trying to figure out the guy who did this. I am gonna have a Max. Max's whole thing is about not being good at betting, and anybody he bets on loses. And then he's gonna stroll in, being like, "Oh, I bet on the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight," and then the Diamondbacks are gonna lose, and, we're, and Max is gonna be like, "Oh, how did this happen?" I am very sick of seeing Taylor Swift all over my timeline too, Connor. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but that's all I'll say about Taylor oh, Swift. Oh, she's apparently gonna be at the game this canceled, Sunday, so get get ready for it again. Ugh, gross. Um, but yeah. So back to the Cardinals. I literally, <laughs> I've never thought I would be excited to say I'm excited to watch them play football. Also, Josh Dobbs? Question mark. Or is he a good and ish quarterback? Good enough. Good I enough. Mean, good enough for what you need, right? Better it's, than it's what just, I was anticipating. Yeah, same. It's a stopgap. Uh, He's thrown 549 yards for two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yeah. And, and I, he has the 10th highest QBR in the league right now. Yeah. And I think something that I've heard, that, you know, Bo and Johnny talk about on PHNX Cardinals is like Josh Dobbs has turned himself into an asset for this team. Totally. Like, obviously, Kyler is going to start whenever he comes back and is healthy, but. There's going to be teams that are going to be able to use a Josh Dobbs that are going to want a Josh Dobbs. And so he's turned himself into an asset for the for the Cardinals, which is awesome. And then again, he's made this season fun. Yeah. Like I think when your team is good, not that good and obviously not going to be competing for a Super Bowl, um, they there's you just look for things to be excited about. But I think the reality is, is this team is like a couple of plays away from being three and oh. And if this team is three and oh, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're like, ah. Kyler's gonna come back at some point, and ah, oh, what can that team? Ah, oh, I don't know. Then you start the season starts looking really different. Uh, but I, I think, yeah, Josh Dobbs has been fun. The team has been fun. They competed the the first two weeks. They they realistically again could have could be three and zero right now. Now they have to go against a team that you could argue is the best team in football. Um, so I'm not sure how this Sunday is gonna look. But again, you go into this week being like, hey, we upset the Cowboys. Who knows? 
And, and I don't think you, I don't think there is a world in which you could have imagined mm-hmm. you were going into this 49ers game with a little bit of a like, hey, maybe we won't be, you know, it's not going to be embarrassing. Like it's going to be, maybe this will be a little more fun than we thought. Yeah. Um, and that's awesome. Like they gave you a reason to, to stay engaged until Kyler comes back. And then again, when Kyler comes back, if this team is, you know, if this team has a couple of wins under their belt, who knows what the season looks like I mean, at that point? Realistically, the Cardinals could be three and zero right now. Those yeah, exactly. first two games were extremely, extremely winnable. close. And like again, I, I didn't expect them to be the Cowboys, but they did. And I'm not expecting them to beat the 49ers. The but Cardinals even if put they the league on notice. They, I think they have the Bengals the week after that. And at that point, I think you very much are starting to be in the the when does Kyler come back scenario because I think that was a point that early on I mean early in the offseason we heard everything right we heard he wasn't going to come back at all we heard he was going to be back for week one but I think October was really the the area where you started being like okay it's a real possibility that Kyler might come back Um, and so but even if he's not like I think this team is capable of beating the Bengals Mm -hmm. I agree the Bengals have not looked good and and Kyler or and Josh Dobbs and the and the Cardinals have and so especially from, from like Kyler's perspective you don't really need to rush because this uh, I'm not sure that Kyler makes a difference for this team against the 49ers. And I'm also not sure he makes a difference in a completely different way against the Bengals. Like I just said, like I think Josh Dobbs can beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and so Kyler gets to take his time and be fully healthy and fully ready when he comes back. Yeah. Um, which I think is they've got a very like good. winnable schedule coming up. It goes Bengals, Rams, Seahawks, Ravens, Browns. I'm not necessarily overly intimidated by any of those. I think those are all teams they compete with. I think those yeah. are all teams I can oh, see them yeah, losing. Totally. To, I mean, yeah, but oh, like for sure. they are also But none of those are like I like tonight I'm I mean not tonight. Sunday so, I'm just chalking up as an L. Like yeah, I don't I mean, see them being the 49ers, the 49ers are going to be the favorites third best against defense. everybody that they they play this year. Yeah. The, the 49ers, 49ers really have good. the third best defense in the NFL and probably schematically are the best offense in the NFL too. So, uh uh <laughs> Yeah, <that's, laughs> I don't see that one happening. That's a battle, but again, so was the Cowboys game. So, who knows? Um, uh, I am still waiting for ASU Brock legend, Purdy. Brock, Brock Purdy. I am still waiting for Brock Purdy to look like Mr. Irrelevant at some point. It's like I feel like everyone in the back of their story mind has to be studied. Like they have to do an ESPN thirty for thirty on this kid. No, they don't. No, they don't. He's in a system where everybody has looked good. No, they don't. Um, but at a certain point, I am waiting for him to like look bad, and he hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. It's uphill battle this week, but after that, who knows? They might be able to string a couple, a couple string together a couple of wins, and who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, I mean they're right. Like the Cardinals are riding a high right now. Um, Greg Dorch, who does a podcast with us, um, check out All Purpose with Greg Dorch if you haven't yet. By the way, available on all podcast platforms. <laughs> um, he on his latest episode was saying how like you know they heard the outside noise all week. They heard yeah. people saying they're going to lose, they're going to get blown out. This is going to be a cakewalk for the cowboys and every single person on that rocker room was like well, this is not going to be a cakewalk like we are going to make this as difficult as we possibly can for the cowboys like yeah they all showed up with an attitude of like we are gonna win this game like it wasn't just like they admitted defeat rolled over and said we 100 percent. i mean if i you, love that yeah if you are a team like the cowboys or the 49ers a team like the cardinals is like the most dangerous team to play they're a team that has nothing to lose and Trappy. are bought in um they they believe like they clearly are like seem to like playing for the Arizona Cardinals. Which like they like JG. Props to Jonathan Gannon yeah, for getting no, this buy in this early and, on. And, and that like that is something I don't think has been talked about enough is that like JG JG and and the coordinators but specifically Rollis for how good the defenses look like they deserve a lot of credit yeah. um, for this team. I'm sure we as, can credit Drew Petzing a lot to Josh Dobbs performance yeah, too. Oh, 100%. Like it, that, it, like 
JG and his coordinators have done a terrific job. Um, and they deserve the bulk of the credit, I think, for this team being interesting at all right now. Totally. Which, can you imagine this combo if we had this combo in Cliff Kingsbury? Oh, my. No. This would not. We would not be talking about this right now if Cliff no, Kingsbury was still here. Because, I mean, we, we've seen much worse with much better teams. Yeah, absolutely. I just, like, it's so, like... Uh, I, it's a double-edged sword for me because I probably am going to get canceled in the comments for saying this. I'm a Caleb Williams girl. Um, so I would prefer them not to win games. I don't know about... I mean, I think people are... People but forgot how good for Tyler now. is. And I think with a good coach, I would much... Like, I think if they're going to have a top two pick and they only end up with one, I think Kyler with... With... Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is a pretty good, pretty good situation to be in. Yeah, I'm not there. I'm not on the same page, but that's okay. Rookie quarterbacks are not a guarantee uh, by any means. True. I've, I think I'm just... Ask the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, how are you also, doing, Josh Rosen? Do you Rosen? really want to be the franchise <laughs> that has spent a first overall pick on a quarterback three times in a decade? That is kind of crazy. A f like, not just a first round pick, a first... Oh, no. Wait, I'm wrong about that, right? The the um why am I blanking on his name? Homeboy before Kyle. Josh Rosen. Rosen. He wasn't first overall. No, I think he was but, Yeah. Um still, do you want to use a first round pick, a top ten pick on a quarterback three years or three times in a decade? Absolutely not. Um, tenth. That's close. Tenth? Okay. <laughs> so um yeah. I I think it, I'm, I'm pro Kyle. I think I'm just scorned because I've seen what happens when franchises don't uh, draft quarterbacks high in the draft and then they get stuck in the uh, QB carousel free agency. Well, yeah, I mean, that's debacle. another thing. I don't think this team is going to like this team is clearly and that was always my thing. They're not bad enough to be competing for Caleb Williams. Um, like when you look at why they should what the losing. Denver Broncos <laughs> are right now. Dog water. Um Although I also don't think they are that bad. Like uh, from a talent perspective, there's no reason Russell that they Wilson's should be not. losing 70, but giving up 70 points. I don't understand that. Fan, I think they're trying future. to get Van Sosa fired. That's my I theory. think they're, well, I think they're trying to probably tank at this point, but, yeah. um, and then the jets are just, obviously they couldn't have expected Aaron Rodgers to do this, but I think at this point they're, yeah, they're they are done. a much worse team. So they're toast. So they they're definitely not the worst team in the NFL, which who would have thought uh, last season after we lost Me? Kyler and overhauled. I never thought they were going to be the worst team in the NFL. I've always thought that was obnoxious, but that's fair. Um, Ted right, offensive right. saying James Conner has been huge. Yeah, yeah the man. Cardinals running game is Thank what God. is saving them right now. I, I was worried after week one because they did not get him the ball enough, <clears> and I have him on my fantasy team. Um, yeah. But he has been, yeah, he has been huge. Right, it is it is awesome. Part of why Josh Dobbs has looked, been able to look so good is because he has a, a, a tremendous veteran running back that he can rely on yeah. uh, behind him. And so, yeah, James Conner has been been big time. Arizona currently ranks sixth in the NFL for run running game, which says a lot. Uh, that is where a majority of our offense is being generated. And thank God for James Conner because he has a lot on his shoulders. And I think we're in the position that we're in because of that. Mm -hmm. um, so that is great. The 49ers, on the other hand, have the third rank running game. So it's a the 49ers Cardinals matchup is definitely going to be tough. Very, very tough for yeah. the Cardinals. Um, yeah, that's going to be a tough one. But yeah. one matchup I am really excited to see is Paris Johnson Jr. versus Nick Bosa. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not really ever excited to see anybody that I'm rooting for play against Nick Bosa. <laughs> He's really good at football. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's certainly going to be that's going to be a, a hell of, of a challenge. I mean, it, all right, rookie, step up, buddy. Let's. I mean, to be fair, he there was a pass rusher who was probably better than Nick Bosa on the Cowboys last week, and Michael Parsons. So. Um, it's not like him and this offensive line haven't had that challenge. Everyone that plays for the Cowboys is a fraud. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, okay, you just haven't watched Cowboys football. Michael Parsons is one of the best players, defensive I'm players. That have played I'm in a kidding. Very long time. I'm just a Cowboys uh, hater. I know. I know. I know. Uh, but yeah, it is going to be another huge challenge. Um, and Ryan's saying it's just like all the rookies that are getting valuable playing time. Yeah, it's it cool to see the rookies out there. Very exciting. Um, one thing that might be a little bit of a complication is um, Hollywood Brown was limited in practice today with a thumb issue. Um, he is going to be a game time decision according to Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon is going to let Hollywood Brown tell him if he feels like he's ready to go or not. And uh, Keontae Ingram was also limited in practice today, the running back with a neck problem. Yeah. Um, not what you want to have happening to you right now as you're about to go into this matchup with the 49ers because um, although Keontae is obviously not RB1, he does share some of the load and... Hollywood Brown is arguably the best receiver on this roster. Uh, I mean, I don't really think it's arguable, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's I mean, the best obviously, on this roster, so you would ra- you would definitely prefer to be full strength against a team like the 49ers. Um, yeah. So hopefully they are able to play. I mean, if it's going to be up to a to Hollywood, I have to imagine he's probably going to do everything he can. Yeah, he came out with like a thumb like wrapped, like his thumb looked fat. It was like mm. wrapped with like a bunch of like white. Yeah. So hopefully it's nothing too major. But yeah, I mean, obviously if you can't catch the football then i think he's smart enough to know like if he's hurting the team he's not going to play but i think if he feels like he's going to be able to contribute he'll end up playing um ingram is i mean tough but again not rb1 like i think that's something that they'll be able to survive yeah Um, for sure but, but the hollywood loss would be huge so hopefully he's he's ready by game time do you have a prediction for me sean score uh 48-17 49ers. Ooh. I'm sorry. That's like the best team in football. They're going to destroy the Cardinals more than likely. But again, that's exactly what I said about the Cowboys and it didn't happen. So I yeah. hope I hope I'm wrong, but there is not very many reasons to believe that the Cardinals are going to look like this is going to be a, a whole different kind of challenge um for Josh Dobbs specifically uh, yeah. against this 49ers defense. Like the the Cowboys defense is good, but they do not have uh they didn't. They were missing their their best cornerback, obviously, in, in Trey Diggs going down with an ACL injury. So it's going to be an interesting challenge. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go 49ers, 45 cards, mm, 25, 25. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a. It's going to be. It's going to be a. It's going to be a tough day for the Cardinals, but day. hey, who knows? It's going to be fine. It's going to all work out. Um. I'm just excited that we're not just so down in the dumps on this team. It's nice to be a little bit optimistic, you know? Yeah, no, very. It is It is nice to, like, again, go into weeks or go into the week with, like, hey, we're not going to, we're going to, we might see something positive, right? Like, yeah. if you were a, a Bears fan, for example. Yeah. Okay. Outside wait, of the fact that you're about this? playing wait, the Broncos wait, wait, and this, wait, wait. like, you could win this week, I guess. Can we please talk about this? Jan Paul Edward Didios in the comments said Bears or Broncos. You guys, this is going to be the suck bowl. I'm predicting that uh, the final score is a tie 2-2. Each team gets a safety. Well, I literally said that on Cardinals. I said a 2-2 tie. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like a 2-2 tie. It's going to be the dumbest ending to a football game ever. It's going to be miserable. Or it's going to be like 53-54. to And there's going to be no defense defense played. Um, Non-existent. Yeah, I mean... It's going to be the suck bowl. Like it is going to be the suck bowl. I, there's a chance that whoever loses this game ends up with Caleb Williams. 
Um, it does have Ty written all over it. Uh, I think at the end of the day, the Broncos are a more talented team. They should be able to beat the the Bears. The Bears are bad. Bears very, are very, very bad. bad. Yeah, I... Bad news bears, you could say. <laughs> yeah, the bad news bears. I'm very sorry to anyone that watches that game. Uh, <laughs> hopefully you have something else to do to occupy your time because I feel like watching paint dry might be more entertaining than football <laughs> game. Yeah, I mean, I... Connor's saying they should make it the Sunday night game. Yeah, yeah huh. they should definitely do the that. The fact that... Well, the Sunday night game is also terrible. It's the Jets and Patriots, I think. Oh, yeah. It's the God, Jets, I know that. that decision? Well, that was bad for Aaron Rodgers. But even still. That's why the they Patriots? need early season flex, because there's no reason that the Bills and Dolphins should be at 10 a.m. our time, and we have to watch the Jets at prime time. It's absurd. Yeah. Um, Charles pointing out it is an off-city bowl, although I'm not sure that we're all that proud of that. Um, nope. Because those two teams are embarrassing. That's okay. We have one <laughs> really good team in our all-city network. So The Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want an all-city team to cheer for, we can cheer for the Eagles, which I feel like is very controversial because not a lot of people want to cheer for the Eagles. Uh, I mean, the Eagles... Who, does, do people have problems with the Eagles? Like, I think it's just their fans. Yeah, I, think it's I the mean, fans is the problem. people don't really like rooting for Philly. Teams, I love Jalen Hurts. I think he is awesome. I so, love Jalen Hurts, too. I, if I have to pick an all-city team And they have my for, favorite Kelsey. They do have my favorite Kelsey, too. <laughs> hmm. Probably because he doesn't have a shitty little brother that plays on his team. What? Huh? Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes... Little brother, no relation. You think Travis Kelsey is a shitty little brother? No, Patrick Mahomes is little brother. Never mind. Anyways, you, that didn't work the way you thought it was going to. Work. It's <sighs> Anyways, okay. it's okay. <laughs> well, if you're watching this weekend's uh, football games and you are forcing yourself to watch the Bears and the Broncos, you might want to do so while I'll take some OGs. Yes. Because I think taking OGs is the only way you're going to be able to make it through watching that absolute shit show that is going to unfold. Um, I feel like the multi-flavor bag is the best way to go. Yeah. yeah just reach in, grab some. Just grab. You know, it's like a surprise. Yeah. You might get a cream. You might get a fruit. You don't know what you're going to pull out, but I think it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> like the game. High. You have no idea what you're going to get. But it's good because the but fruits... Unlike the game, it's gonna, you're going to enjoy this. Yeah, you will enjoy OGs. <laughs> I can promise you that. Uh, with the fruits, you get red apple, watermelon, and peach. And the creams, you get blackberries and cream, orange creamsicle, and peaches and cream. Mm, peaches and cream, dog. So good. You might also opt for the happy balance option, which is strawberries and cream. And it's a THC-CBD combo, which mm. I think, honestly, might be your best option. Especially, actually, that's for Cardinals fans. Yeah. You're going to want some happy balance this weekend, Cards fans. Yeah. <laughs> Calm yourself down a little bit with that CBD. Yeah, check out our friends at OG's Brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors. Check them out on all socials at OG's Brands and online at ogsbrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy it responsibly. I just lost all English speaking <laughs> capabilities right there. Also, it is football season and there is no better beer to enjoy football season than a nice cold Four Peaks Brew. My Brew. favorite is the Hazy IPA. I am a Colorado girl, so IPAs are my go-to, which some people judge me for, but <laughs> I don't really care. Because I love the, a good IPA. The Four Peaks IPAs are elite, especially the Hazy IPA. Hot Knot is a close second. Your favorite Four Peaks beer, Sean? I mean, where am I? Like, for, is it football? Is yeah, they... we're watching football. Oh, um... Kiltlifter? Kiltlifter, I was going to say, yeah, that's... Probably a good football beer. We had someone on Sun Devils, the Sun Devils show, a uh, guest from California, and he pointed out the kill yeah. All right. It is uh, under 100 degrees. It is. So that means it is fall in Arizona. <laughs> it is a crisp, cool 98, uh, <laughs> which means it's fall and pumpkin porter season is here. The pumpkin porter beer is so, so, so good. I can only have one at a time because it's very 
heavy for me on my little small body but they are so good definitely recommend the pumpkin porter they are to die for and it's pumpkin porter season visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite beers near you as well as brewery tours and events they have Oktoberfest coming up. The Haunted Brewery Tours are about to start, which are really exciting. We, PHNX, went to one last year, and it was awesome. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub on social to keep up with the latest. At Arizona's hometown brewery, you must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. Woo-woo. Travis in the comments saying Arizona 27, San Francisco 24. I respect the comments. Wow. Okay, <laughs> Travis. I'm going to take a screenshot of this, and I'm going to add you on social media if this actually happens to give you your props. Yeah, bet on it. Yeah, you never know. Any fun plans this weekend, Sean? Uh, baseball game tonight, ASU football game tomorrow, um, and just, no, just baseball all weekend. I love that for you. All yeah. the sports. I will also be at baseball all weekend, and you better be at baseball all weekend because the Arizona Diamondbacks are a wagon, they and they are going to be clinching that. Speaking of a wagon, go to the PHNX locker and get a new wagon shirt. Yeah, we just dropped a new shirt, and it's sick. It and goes hard. It is great to support the Arizona Diamondbacks with this brand new shirt because it is gorgeous and beautiful and amazing. It's probably one of my favorite shirts we've ever. I love it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a big wagon guy. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I love seeing a phrase I say all the damn time on a shirt. Yeah. You kind of you kind of came that like made that ex into existence. Yeah. Into I keep existence. getting credit for that. And I appreciate it. I didn't even fully realize that I was responsible for it. <laughs> I just say shit all the time. Well, I hope you guys all have a wonderful weekend. While you're over there grabbing a shirt, make sure you sign up to be a diehard. Mm -hmm. uh, diehards get 20% off merch at all times, access to tickets first, and discounts on tickets. You also get access to our diehard-only Discord, which we are all talking in all the time, and a ton of other great benefits. So don't forget to sign up to be a diehard. I hope you all have a wonderful, safe weekend. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We will see you next Friday at 1230. Bye.